0: It's WTMJ now. News, opinions, Wisconsin. Everything you need to know in the Badger State and beyond. Here's your host, Steve Scafiti. All right, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up Thursday, or is it? No, I'm just kidding. I was teasing people about moving the day, and then people get all upset. Joining me, he's the guy that all the fecker foodies, that's what they're called, right?
1: Yes, sir. Chef Michael Fecker, the Fecker 40s, yes,
0: they track me down. Like, when's Fecker coming on? They run down the aisle at a store, which I'm rarely in. When's Michael Fecker coming back on? Where, uh, what's his email? What's his website?
1: Well, First of all, good morning, everybody. <laughs> well, thank you for having me back, Did I forget Steve? to say good, I yeah, say good morning? I already said good morning out there. I'm here, everybody. Yes. I'm yours.
0: All right, so a couple things. Now, you, you and I talked uh, last time about Italy. Yes. And uh, I've had a lot of fun. You ran into one of my Italian...
1: Sandy, yeah. hello Sandy. I Sandy told you I'm going to give you a point. shout. Yeah, from Stevens Point. Yeah, exactly. She was at Il Mito and she grabbed me and said, let Steve know <laughs> that I was here at, having dinner.
0: Sandy's a lot of fun. She we is. had a blast in Italy. We drank too much wine and everyone behaved themselves wink, wink, nod, nod. Yes, yes. Anyway, <laughs> so that was just my the entire thing I wanted to, to, to get in there. All right, yeah. so as you know, Thanksgiving Thursday. Yes. So I already got questions coming in you can get your questions for the chef, 855-616-1620. As we delve into the era, area, era, not area, well, area too, that fits of um, holiday cooking. We're going to do. Right. It, we're actually going to record a special holiday cooking show with Chef Michael Thacker with some Christmas. Oh, I'm music. looking forward to that. Next, yeah, we're going really to next am. week and yeah. play it throughout the house. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I hope all of the, the listeners are going to throw as many questions as they can at me. You know, for Thanksgiving because really Thanksgiving is a wonderful time to give thanks. But sometimes we just Don't want to give thanks because we're so stressed, and I want to take that stress away from you. Guys, you know, uh, just keep it simple, and I will talk to you about all the details of cooking turkey and all the sides. Whatever questions you have, I would love to answer. All
0: right, there's a growing number of people, because I see it on the text line already, that don't want to cook turkey. Too hard, they say.
1: Come, Come on. Very difficult. They feel it's very difficult because usually... Because the internal temperature of the turkey has to be 165, so that we have no bacteria growth, they overcook it. We always forget the poor bird is dead already. We don't (laughs) need to kill it a second time, guys. (laughs) So, first of all, get a meat thermometer, right? Yes.
0: The new ones are amazing.
1: Yes, they are. Or use a bulletproof technique that I call reverse roasting. That means we start very high. Then we lower it to a very low temperature. We, By lowering it, we allow the water that is going to turn to steam, not turn to steam, but still be hot enough to cook the turkey, but come to the meat and keep it juicy. That is called reverse roasting. We do the same thing with searing steak. Uh, for mm. for example. High heat and low heat. Exactly. That recipe is going to be at cheffecker.com and you can download it. It's a very simple. So, I'm going to th- tell you immediately and very easily. Ready? Okay. You look at how uh, large your turkey is. 10 pounds. Let's go with 10 pounds for right now. 500 degrees for the first 30 minutes. Then you lower it to 200 degrees and you go 15 minutes per pound. You can't go wrong. And it's so easy to do it that way. And always keep the stuffing outside the bird. Because by keeping it inside, you have to cook internal temperature of the stuffing to 185. Because it's not the raw sausage in the stuffing that gets you sick. It's the juices of the turkey Mm. dripping in there that gets you sick.
0: So... So you don't put the stuffing in.
1: I don't put the stuffing. I do the stuffing outside of the turkey. Once I'm ready, the day of service, I put it inside the turkey, and I warm up the turkey at 500 degrees for another 30 minutes.
0: All right, so what's the optimum temperature for a thermometer in a turkey... One sixty-five. One sixty-five. One sixty-five. Then you know it's done.
1: That's right. But then this is what I want you to remember, guys. When you turn off the oven or you take the turkey out, because it's such a large piece of protein, it doesn't stop cooking. So you go with your thermometer at one fifty-five. You pull the turkey out and you let it sit tented with a piece of aluminum. Hmm. In twenty minutes, by the time it's cool, it's already at one sixty-five. What
0: What's your thoughts on letting it rest before you, if you carve right away?
1: Always, always let it How rest. How long? Twenty to thirty minutes for a piece of uh, for a turkey, ten to twelve pounds.
0: All right. So already, I got a bunch of questions already. Um, brine versus no brine.
1: Yes, I love brining because what you do in brining we call this osmosis. The salt content of your brine opens the pores of the turkey. Pulls out some of the water, but infuses it with more seasoned water. So in your brine, add all the dry spices that you like, like paprika, garlic, salt, everything that you wish. Put it in there. It's going to go penetrate. Then people eat your turkey and go, oh, my God, how'd you get all these flavors in this turkey? Hmm. And because it's been infused with more liquid, it stays nice and moist.
0: All right. So I get this one a lot. Um, Defrosting a turkey. Yes. What's the trick?
1: The trick to defrosting a turkey, if you're going to brine, you don't need to defrost the turkey. You just put the turkey in there, and it defrosts. But the trick to defrosting a turkey is leaving it out in your garage, covered with a piece of plastic. And the best way to cover a turkey is to put it in a garbage bag, tie the garbage bag, and leave it outside into your garage for 24 hours, and it's going to be defrosted. That's it. That's it. That's wow. it.
0: Uh, okay, so 262... Uh, 30 minutes at 500 for a 20-pound turkey?
1: For 20-pound turkey, it's going to be the same thing. 30 minutes at 500 degrees, then you reduce it to uh, 200. From that moment, you go 15 minutes per pound. 20 times 15, that's 300 minutes.
0: Barb joins us from Wabino. Hi, Barb. Hi. What? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's your question? Uh, I have this giant 25-pound turkey that my neighbor uh harvested for me and i'm afraid it's not going to fit in my oven so i'd like to spatchcock it what can you what can you give me on spatchcocking a turkey
1: well um, hi barb how are you well spatchcocking a turkey i'm a little nervous about my turkey (laughs) i know i would be too (laughs) 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 that's a big turkey so uh spatchcocking a turkey basically you open it up and then you take some of the bone out, then you roll it by adding, uh, putting other ingredients in there. You're making your life very difficult, but for no reason. What I would do in this case, I would take the backbone of the turkey out, and I open it up. I butterfly the turkey. Yeah,
0: that's what I was going to do.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. Then that way it you is. can put it in the roasting pan and go into the oven. Now, meanwhile, what I want you to do to make sure... That it doesn't dry out. Take some compound butter. That means butter that is at room temperature. Mix it with some garlic, some lemon juice, some mustard, if you wish, different herbs, and put it between the skin and the flesh of the turkey. With the turkey with the breast side up, and let it cook. Do the same technique that I told you. Start at five hundred degrees for twenty minutes, or for thirty minutes. Pardon me. Reduce to two hundred and go fifteen minutes per pound. So if your turkey is at twenty-five. Um, um, uh, pounds, multiply that by 15.
0: Thanks for the call, Barb, calling from obino a, a lot of detail in there. Oh, yes. That doesn't uh, seem easy to me.
1: It doesn't. It's not. <laughs> 25. Look, Steve, something very interesting and very important. Try to get two smaller turkeys than 125 because a turkey that has grown to be 25 pounds, the meat has also aged in that process. It's very fibrous and it dries out very fast. Do you... Do
0: you make the turkey, or do you go somewhere and have it?
1: No, I love to go and get pampered during Thanksgiving. I want to give thanks. I don't want to be <laughs> screaming. <laughs> no, I, this year what I did, uh, Steve, I made turkeys for everybody. So my customers called. They ordered the turkey. Mm. I brined it. I seasoned it. I put the compound water in there with a bulletproof recipe. I gave it to them. They're picking it up today, and they're putting it in the oven tomorrow. Done.
0: Very nice. Chef Michael Fecker joining us for the hour today. Uh, if you have a question, I've got a lot of stuffing questions. We're going to get to those next. Cause yes. Because you, you raised some eyebrows with the out-of-the-turkey stuffing. So people are asking very specific. As, as I say that, there's a picture of carving ham and turkey on the <laughs> yeah, on the TV. Yeah. I'm, um, I mean, I'm going to ask you about ham, too, because sure. we're going to have that at of our course. house. Of course. All right. Chef Michael Fecker, lots more questions. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank. Talking text line. Talking turkey with Chef Michael Fecker, who's not a turkey. More after this.
1: Don't you go anywhere.
0: Chef Michael Fecker of El Mito and Dobie's. And what are your other restaurants out there in restaurant land? There's
1: Zesty, El Mito Cafe in Delafield, Dobie's in St. Francis, and El Mito in Wauwatosa. And one of the
0: cool things about you is, I'm going to take you up on this next year, is we can actually come and watch you cook and and,
1: and see the process. Absolutely, yeah. Look, coming to my chef's counter is like going to an artist's studio. You see why I do what I do. When you're at the restaurant, you still get the art, except it's like on a canvas. You don't ask the uh, uh, artist what are you doing that? How is that done? So on and so forth. I love sharing those. So things you are with talking people. while you're doing. Oh, this? absolutely! Not only I'm do- talking. I'm a doctor. I am a plumber. I can tell you all of those things. <laughs> I fix your table. What do you mean? Of course. All right. Lots. You you
0: got people's eyebrows raised when you talked about the out of the bird stuffing because most people do the opposite, right? Um, from the four one four, I'm not roasting the turkey, but I'm been asked to make stuffing. I can't do the stove top. How do you make the the out-of-the-bird stuffing?
1: That's a wonderful question. First of all, let me tell you the name. It is called a dressing. The southerners do that all the time, and they call it dressing. Once you stuff the bird, that's a stuffing. Once you put it outside, is um, a, a dressing. So what you do is you do the following. You dice your bread. You cut your vegetables. You do all of the ingredients that you want to put inside your stuffing. You just put it outside. You put it in a Pyrex or a... Uh, um oven proof dish and you cover a piece of aluminum foil and you put it in the oven at three seventy five for forty minutes. you're gonna have the most magnificent now for natural glue, there is a saying or there is a trick that they use eggs. I don't like to use eggs in my stuffing. I put shredded cheese here and there, so it works as a glue and holds the whole stuffing together.
0: Hmm. all right, so a lot of people asking about sausage chorizo Italian sausage.
1: Whoever is just suggesting chorizo, that means they like Mexican flavors. That is a beautiful, beautiful. What's that crazy
0: spice you always talk
1: about? Tajin. Tajin. (laughs) Yeah. I think we'd increase their sales by how much? We should be getting a commission on that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So, still, that's. Chorizo is phenomenal. Uh, and the fat content and the flavors penetrate into your stuffing. Italian sausage is great with the fennel and all of those flavors in there. So that's going to be great. I have a friend of mine, Don Jordan from Boucher Cadillac, that is listening. He loves, he loves the, his the stuffing. And that's why he always asks me to make it for that's him.
0: That's my favorite side.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. What's your
0: worst side? You don't want to see it. Um, come on. I don't have one. It's the jelly cranberry sauce.
1: In a can, come on. Come on. That, but I, I tell you something. People like it. Because of that pectin and that gelatin texture. I personally don't. Yeah, that is not a side to me. I don't think that should be anywhere. <laughs> I, think, I think
0: more of that cranberry sauce has been scraped in the garbage cans on Thanksgiving than probably any other item. I,
1: I totally agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree with you. But you, we want to support the cranberry industry because it's very big in Yeah, Wisconsin. but we can do it even better. Buy frozen cranberry, a little bit of brown sugar, and some white wine. Throw in the fresh cranberries in there. Cover it and cook it for 20 minutes. You got a cranberry sauce. See you that don't sounds need to do the jelly. That sounds better. Oh my God! With the sour notes of the cranberry, right, is going to be beautiful. Do that one more time slowly, because people are already asking about it. What, so what? Did, what was that? Okay, you're going to take one cup of sugar. Write it down, everybody. One cup of sugar, a quarter cup or two ounces of white wine, and you're going to warm it up. You're going to put two cups of cranberry that is frozen in there. Cover it, turn down the heat, and cook it for thirty minutes. There's your cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. It's not rocket science. Easy.
0: And we got great cranberries here, right in the state of That's Wisconsin. That's right. Um, a lot of people asking again about the temperature and and cooking a turkey. Got so it.
1: Let's go through that slowly. For okay, minutes. my friends, listen to this. Okay, it doesn't matter how many pound your turkey is. The re- recipe and the technique doesn't change. Here we go. Whatever the pound of your turkey is, the size of your turkey, five hundred degrees for thirty minutes to start, re- without opening the oven, reduce to two hundred degrees per pound. 15 minutes. So if it's a 10-pounder, it's 150 minutes. If it's a 20-pounder, it's 300 minutes. And that's exactly, it doesn't matter what the size of the turkey is. Uh, do you have a good recipe for a carrot dish? A carrot dish, yes. Like glazed carrots? Glazed carrots, but I love, we have maple syrup. If you have maple syrup at home, saute some garlic with olive oil, Cook. Uh, put your carrots in there, pour your um, uh, maple syrup on it, cover the pan, reduce the heat, let it cook. By the time your carrots are basically soft, you're going to have a beautiful natural glaze on it.
0: Uh, A lot of people asking about the sausage cooked before you put into the stuffing.
1: Yes. You know one of the reasons you want to do that for two reasons. You don't want to have raw sausage in there. Two, you want to render the fat out of the sausage so it gives flavor to your stuffing. That's the main reason you do that.
0: You mentioned olive oil, a lot of people are asking what kind of olive oil are you talking about?
1: I only cook with extra virgin, and the extra virgin olive oil has a smoke point of 385 degrees, so don't fall for this, oh, grape seed has higher, avocado oil, whatever needs to get processed for you, I don't want you to touch it. If God didn't make it, you're not allowed to take it. <laughs> you just come up with that? That's I, good. Hey, I gotta, oh my God, I'm amazing. <laughs>
0: I amaze myself, guys. Chef Michael Fecker joining us. Uh, Question for the chef. I think I get this. What to put on the outside and the inside of, of a turkey when you're cooking it.
1: Okay. You know what that means? Yes, absolutely. Inside is basically the cavity of the turkey. Cut lemons in half, rosemary, thyme, sage, your favorite herbs. My law doesn't matter. It's your law. It's your flavor. Whatever herbs that you like, okay, you take the leaves off, you break the stems, and you put it in the cavity. Lemon, squeeze it on the turkey, throwing the halves in there, and then season the inside, just you season the outside, a little bit of oil, olive oil I would prefer, and then you season it with whatever you wanna season it with, such as salt, pepper, paprika, anything else. What you put outside the turkey is the same thing that went inside the turkey, but there are two ways of doing it. One, you put it on the skin, another you put under the skin. I suggest the following, a compound butter, mixes of those herbs that you took the leaves out with butter under the skin, on the skin olive oil and rub it with the same seasoning that you put in the cavity. Now, your palates are gonna go to turkey heaven once you take your bite, that I promise you.
0: Bridget has a question from Brookfield. Hi, Bridget. Hi. Hi, Bridget. My question is, now, you let, you let said about putting the turkey in the oven at uh, 500 degrees for 30 minutes. But what I was wondering is, do you cover it with
1: aluminum foil? Uh, nothing, Bridget. You don't cover it with anything. If you do, then the turkey, the steam, is going to make it mushy. What you're trying to do at that high temperature is just to warm up the exterior and crisp your skin a little bit. So the skin releases its fat inside the meat. Okay, but then after you turn it down to 200, do you cover it? You don't cover any time at all. All okay. Yeah, through the entire cooking process, you leave it at 200. You know something else, Bridget, that if you're going to do this technique, you can, especially for those of you that have least or very small ovens or need to use ovens for other things, you can do the turkey the night before. You take it out and you put it in the refrigerator or again on a milk carton or something in the garage covered. The day of service, you turn your oven back to 500 degrees again, and for 30 minutes, you put the turkey back inside the oven. It warms up, it crisps up the skin, and you don't need to worry about the damn turkey overcooking or undercooking because maybe Janet is going to call and say, I forgot my earrings, I'm going to be an hour late. (laughs) What are you going to do then? The turkey's going to overcook.
0: Uh, a lot of people are asking for the, so the recipes again. We'll, we'll reiterate those after the break. Chef Absolutely. Michael Fecker joining us in studio. We're also going to record a holiday special on all kinds of holiday cooking uh, next week that will run throughout the holiday season here on WTMJ. You're listening, of course, to WTMJ Now. More with the chef after this.
1: Love you guys.
0: We are solving all your Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving cooking questions with Chef Michael Fecker. Um, we got one from the 414. Is it okay to put the turkey in one of those oven
1: bags? Absolutely it is. There you go. You're on. Yeah, I'm on now. Okay. Uh, Absolutely it is. Oven bags make a lot of sense, and the reason they do is basically they trap the moisture of the turkey. So when it's releasing its moisture as steam, it has nowhere to go. It goes back into the turkey, and it cooks it for you in a moist way. But... When you use the oven bag, make sure the last 10 minutes, your turkey's got to come out of the bag. Otherwise, you're going to get that smell and flavor that is not going to be very enjoyable. You need mm. to crisp it up by bringing it out of the bag. Oven bags are great for cooking the day before. And then the last 30 minutes of the day of, you out of the bag and you put it inside the oven. A couple people ask, what is compound butter? Compound butter is when butter has other components into it. And it's a classic dish from France that they use on steaks. This is the way I do it. You can make any compound butter you love, Steve. So whatever you like, you add to your butter. Garlic, sage, uh, paprika again, uh, tajin if you like. It doesn't matter. You just add it to your butter and you mix it and there's your compound butter. Paul
0: from Monomany Falls has a question for the chef. Hey, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, there. What's your question? Hello. Yes, we hear you. Yes. Yes, you're here. Yeah, I'm doing. A, I'm spatchcocking a twenty-pound turkey, and I'm going to put it on the pellet grill. I'm intending on uh, uh, injecting it
1: with uh, garlic and butter, or any. Any other tips for me? No, actually, that is absolutely fine. I am not a big fan of injecting because injecting is, um, we call it spot seasoning. Wherever the needle goes, that's where it's going to get injected with the flavor. Everywhere else is not going to flow through. So if I were you, because you're doing it, basically you're smoking it, correct? You're using a pellet He's he's, he's hung up, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're using a smoker. So basically what I would do, I would put that butter, like I told you, under the skin and the flesh and season it with the garlic and everything else that you were going to put it in the injector. But ultimately, the choice is yours. What if it's not broken? Don't (laughs) fix it. Okay.
0: Uh, Andy from Burlington, a a great question. Uh, Recommending recommending any wines or beers that pair well with a traditional Thanksgiving
1: dinner? Oh, absolutely. Beautiful. First of all, remember, anytime in doubt, you use sparkling or you serve beer. That means what? Something that has bubbles in it. It cleanses your palates. So what I think with turkey, a Moscato, if you want to go a little bit sweet, would be great. A Sauvignon Blanc is going to go great if you want to go white. Red, Pinot Noir. You can't go wrong with it. But the rule of choosing wine and drinks is this. Whatever you love is the right drink.
0: All right, so this one is someone's going against your recommendation. They're stuffing the bird. That's fine. And then cooking it. How much time do you add if you do it
1: that way? Well... That's got to be thermometer. That's a thermometer thing. You do. I do not want you to take a risk of not undercooking the stuffing because that's going to get you sick. So what I want you to do is you put the thermometer to 185 degrees. Remember, my friends, when your interior temperature of your stuffing is at 185, your turkey is already at 200. It is going to be dry and you're not going to be happy. That one is going to make a lot of sense if you use a bag. All right, one more before
0: we go to break. Uh, If you deep fry a turkey, which is very popular nowadays, can you put any herbs or spices in the cavity before you start frying?
1: Absolutely you can. You just got to make sure it's closed yeah, You just got to tie it up in a way that it doesn't come out because the oil is going to push it out. But absolutely you can. And when you're frying, make sure you're completely defrosted. Otherwise, you're going to have those fires that you keep hearing after Thanksgiving. All right,
0: think about this one during the break. Is it possible that we could hear the, the chef on a podcast? You and I have talked about
1: this. Oh, yeah. We have talked about this a long time. Steve and I, we're going to surprise you with many things <laughs> in 2024.
0: Yes. We're just getting warmed up.
1: That's right. Even in this half you better hour.
0: believe it. If you have a question for Chef Michael Fecker, uh, Thanksgiving or otherwise, 855 616 the old National Bank talking text line. We're going to do it again after this.
1: Absolutely. I'm ready.
0: We are spending the hour with my pal, Chef Michael Fecker. Um, name the
1: restaurants for people and, and go slow because they're writing them down. Il Mito, I-L-M-I-T-O in Wauwatosa. Il Mito Cafe in Delafield. Zesty in Heartland. And Dobie's Steaks and More in St. Francis.
0: I've been to two of those and they're fantastic. Thank you, sir. And some of my friends who I took to, Ilmito, uh, El Mito. Yeah. Said it was the one of the best Italian meals they've ever had in their life, and they go to a lot of restaurants.
1: Thank you. That means a lot.
0: All right, so Mary Lynn is first up from Pewaukee, Wisconsin. Hi, Mary Lynn. What's your question? Well, good morning, yes.
1: Good morning, they Mary Lynn. They still
0: sell capons. Yes, good morning, Chef. Yes, your dear. My mother used to make Capons, because the turkeys get to be too heavy for her to carry. Got it. So do they still sell a capon at they, the store?
1: They do. Not, I have not seen... It's very interesting you say that. I have not seen them at many stores. I can order them through a meat company, but you cannot... I haven't seen them. I wish they, I could... But because they have a totally different flavor, they're basically a little bit more aged than, than the chickens are.
0: Here's what we'll do, Mary Lynn. If anyone knows yeah. of where you can buy capons, we'll announce it on the on the show before the chef leaves us. So thanks for the call. Mary Lynn, a lot of questions about basting. Yeah.
1: Are you a baster? I love it. I love basting because as the pores of the uh, protein, whether it's a roast or it's turkey, open. When you take those juices and you pour it over it, it penetrates into that pores and takes that flavor and gives it to the meat or to the protein. The only problem with basting is you got to be quick about it because every time you open the oven door, temperature is escaping. You need to worry about that. That's it. Just be quick about it. That's all.
0: Just get the baster.
1: Be ready. Put your
0: smartphone down. You don't need to be talking while you're doing it. Just focus on what you're doing.
1: Yeah. No texting while you're basting. All right.
0: This is a big one as well. This is often a uh, make it or break it moment for Thanksgiving. Okay. Gravy. Texture says there's, never, there's their gravy never turns out. What's the trick?
1: Okay, first of all, when you make gravy, you're basically taking the juices that are in the pan and you're blending it with some thickening agent. What I do in the turkey is that I do for my guests or for my customers. I put a carrot and an onion underneath the turkey and I set the turkey on top. When I am ready to make my gravy, I take the juices and pour it in a clear container so the grease comes up I take some of that grease out with the carrot, with the onion, with the celery, with all the stuff that's inside the cavity of the turkey. I blend the whole thing. That is my sauce. Now, all of those flavors are going to be in your um, basically g- gravy. But the problem, this is a 911 situation. <laughs> Sometimes our gravy becomes clump- clumpy because we add the flour at the wrong time. What's you, the right time? The right time is you add it when you, it's easy for you. Just run it through a strainer. You have a C for a strainer, pour your gravy over it, let it go through. You have no more lumps. All right, so um, a lot
0: of people asking about the recipes. Let's, let's do the cranberry sauce one. Got it. Uh, and then the, the carrot one. Yes, sir. And go slow.
1: Okay, let's go cranberry, everybody. One cup of brown sugar, half a cup of white wine. If you want a little bit of sweetness, use a Zinfandel or something that you like. You know, white Zinfandel, and then two cups of frozen cranberries. Why does it have to be frozen, not fresh? Because if you if, if it's fresh, is the same. You can do that. Okay, okay, the, absolutely. So what? Because you can sometimes get the frozen one easy. If you can't use the fresh, if not, do not use the uh, box ones because those have sugar in them. Add the cranberries into the wine and the sugar. Bring it to a boil. Reduce temperature to medium, low, cover. Cook for 30 minutes, that's it. You got a cranberry sauce.
0: Okay, and then the carrot
1: one, quickly. The carrot one is basically, I'm gonna go with one pound of carrots, okay? We're gonna put one cup of um, maple syrup. We're gonna add this little bit of nutmeg, whatever spices that you like, okay? Cover it and cook it until the carrots are soft. You're gonna have a beautiful glaze. You cut the carrots or leave them whole? I I, I get those little ones that I shave for, cram, for Thanksgiving.
0: Okay, I probably got 20 different versions of this question and it okay. has to do with cooking a turkey in a Nesco. And I'm gonna take a call from Janice, who's asking that. You thing. mean a slow cooker? Yes. Got it. Janice, go ahead. Hi, just a, you know, years ago, we always had the big old fashioned Nescos. How long would you do your turkey in one of those?
1: God, Janet, I wish I could give you an exact answer. <laughs> I don't really would know, but that is an awesome way of cooking a turkey. What I would do, I would cook my turkey all the way through with a the thermometer so that the internal temperature of the thickest part of the thigh is at 155 degrees, 10 degrees below what is it supposed to be. Take it out, finish it in a very hot oven, for twenty minutes until the thermometer comes to one sixty-five, you're doing a dual technique here. You're cooking it with moisture. You're finishing it dry. That's a genius idea, Janice.
0: Okay, so Janice hung up. But uh, hopefully, a lot of people got the, the answer that they were looking for on the Nesco. That's a traditional Wisconsin thing.
1: I love it though. It's so smart, Steve.
0: Yeah, you gotta have a big one. though.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. All
0: right, this one we're actually doing. So I'm glad that somebody asked us from the four one four. We have a, I think, a sixteen-pound turkey. Got it. Uh, we, we got that figured out. We're making additional turkey legs. Best way to to make those?
1: Okay, the best way to make turkey legs. You ready? You're gonna first cook them in a broth. So you take your chicken broth, you put bay leaves in there, you put a can of beer in there. You just like you're making broths. You put the chicken legs, uh, the turkey Turkey legs, legs in there, and you cook them all the way through. Then you roast them in the oven, just the same thing I just told, told to Janice. Then you roast them in the oven just to crisp them up and give you that roasted flavor.
0: All right. Um, we'll take another break here. Chef Michael Fecker, get those questions. They're, they're coming in fast and furious. Uh, Chris, I see, is queued up on the phone line. We're talking to Chef Michael Fecker about Thanksgiving and other great culinary delights. I love it. All right. More after this. We're joined in studio by Chef Michael Fecker, talking about Thanksgiving primarily. Um a, t- uh, a caller asked about capons uh, available at Tower Chicken. I think it's on s- six
1: South Six, south of Howard. Yeah, like by four- the water Forty-one hundred
0: blocks, something yep, like that. Okay. By the water tower. Uh, Dorothy and Jose say hi. They took a uh, birthday cooking lesson with you on, on, on November second. I call them
1: J and D. Love you guys.
0: <laughs> um, they're asking about a salmon recipe that you cooked. Uh, you can find it where?
1: Yeah, you can find it at cheffecker.com on the recipes. Jose and Dorothy, they have the recipe. I printed it for them, and they took it home.
0: All right. Chris from Brookfield joins us on the phone. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hi. Uh, first of all, I just want to say I love the segments when you're
1: on, Chef. I love and you more. I
0: do have... Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I'd like to ask, uh, earlier you said that you get the turkeys all with the compound butters and all that stuff, so yeah. people can pick them up today and just throw them in their
1: ovens. Do you do that at any time
0: or only Thanksgiving?
1: I usually do it on Thanksgiving only, but Chris, you want it, you got it. You guys just call the restaurant and you say, this is what I need, this is what I want, and I get it ready for you and you pick it up? How it about doesn't that have to be only for Great. Thanksgiving. How about that, Chris? Oh,
0: I like that because in my old age, I'm getting
1: very lazy. <laughs> and, <laughs> all right. and you're getting extra wonderful, though. That's the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, thank you, you Chris,
0: for the, for the nice nice words there. All right, so, um, again, a lot of Nesco questions. Somebody asked, can you, can you prepare duck the same way as you prepare turkey?
1: It doesn't matter if it's chicken, if it's duck, or it's just a pork roast or a ribeye. Always the same technique.
0: All right. Uh, 414, how do you feel about cooking a turkey in the Reynolds cooking
1: bags, and how would you do it? Well, Reynolds cooking bag is like any cooking bags, and what I would do is, just like I said before, I would finish it in a dry oven. I would start it in the, the, especially if you're going to put stuffing in there, or you're going to uh, put uh, things in there that needs some moisture. I cook it in the bag, then I take it out of the bag. The day off. I roast it in the oven just to heat it up.
0: All right, so somebody asked this on a text line, and I was talking about this yesterday because we, we did a show poll on worst sides for Thanksgiving. I, I was kind of being tongue-in-cheek there because th- they're all mm-hmm. good, right? <laughs> somebody went to the trouble of making them. Right. Um, how do you make the best, the best, and I'm not a fan of this, Got it. green bean casserole?
1: Oh, green bean casserole is good if it's done right. So green beans, clean them up. Then again, olive oil, garlic, a little bit of pepperoncini, those red chili flakes in the oil, toss in the um, green beans, toss them together, And the green bear casserole, they put it in a container and then they put it in the oven. I will not do that because that is like double work and you're going to overcook your greens. Hmm. So I wouldn't do that. I just do it with olive oil and garlic and a little bit of almonds on top for crunch. Almonds, not that crunchy uh, onion ring thing. Uh, Well, they do that. That's fine. If I do it, you know, it's different, but I love the crunch concept. That's why we love the crunch, the Uh texture. I think that's true. Yeah. yeah the, the, we, the texture matters. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, fried chicken. Why do we all love fried chicken? We love the crunch with the moisture.
0: All right. So we talked a little bit about this at the beginning, defrosting the turkey. Yes. All right. What's the trick that people need to be careful
1: There is with? no trick to defrosting a turkey except patience. Don't wait till the last minute to defrost it. But a lot of you are concerned about, okay, where am I going to put this damn turkey so big? <laughs> Your garage is colder than the refrigerator. Uh, during the Thanksgiving time. Put it in a garbage bag, put it in the garage, and let it defrost. Just make sure it's six inch above ground. The reason the health department says six inches because it cannot be reached by rodents or it doesn't matter what you have in your garage.
0: Alright, pumpkin pie question. How's your pumpkin pie knowledge?
1: I love pumpkin pies.
0: Alright, I was told to make a, this is from the 414, I was told to make a filling for the pie one day earlier and kept in the refrigerator overnight because then the filling would be more savory. Is this true?
1: Yeah, it is not just savory. The marriage of flavor happens through time. So all the ingredients that you have in your pumpkin pie mixture, they're going to start not dating anymore. They get married. And that's really what you do. it. You do it with everything in cooking. Time fixes everything.
0: Somehow you brought sex into the conversation. I know, Chef what- Michael Fecker. I, I, because I cook sexy food. What do you expect? <laughs> um, from the 262, not a fan of maple syrup, but need to, need to bring glazed carrots for Thanksgiving. I need to keep them warm in a crock pot because oven warming won't be an option. Suggestions.
1: One, if you're not a fan of maple syrup, don't use maple syrup. Just use the sugar and then cook it to a caramel consistency. Then add your carrots. Or use honey. That's your choice, basically. Second of all, keep it in a small little crock pot, like you said, covered, and then warm it up when you get there.
0: All right, we got a break here, but uh, before we get to break, you knew this was coming. What's that Mexican spice again?
1: Who said that?
0: (laughs) That is from the 262. How do you spell it?
1: Tajin, T-A-J-I-N. I I think people just like to hear you say it. Yeah, I know that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's Chef Michael Fecker. Renee, you're next up from South Milwaukee. A question about gizzards.
1: I love gizzards. Let's do it, Renee. All right, after the break, Chef
0: Michael Fecker and Steve, WTMJ Now. Chef Michael Fecker joining us in studio, a Thanksgiving tune-up for your cooking regimen. That's all. Everyone's going to be facing this story tomorrow and Thursday. All right, so quickly from Renee. don't have a lot of time, Renee. What's your question? Really quickly, my mom used to make this homemade dressing with all the insides of the turkey, the gizzards, the neck, the heart, all this stuff. Hmm. I don't remember how to do it. Is there something you recommend what organ not to cook or what spices to use with it? When
1: you're cooking and use the toast got it renee so for all the, the listeners when you say your mom made dre- dressing that means the stuffing that was outside the turkey Correct. Yeah, got it yeah so what you know you can use all of them remember the liver is going to cook a lot faster than the heart is and the neck usually is going to cook um doesn't cook in time so you usually try to cook all of them separately in a frying pan by cooking them then chopping them up and then mixing them with your dressing. All right, thank you, Renee. Quickly, um, how do you make the best mashed potatoes? Mashed potatoes. The amount of butter added to a mashed the two potatoes is very important. So you go one third, one third butter. So if you're using one th- one pound of potato, you need one po- one third of a pound of butter. Salt and that pepper. That seems like a lot of butter. Oh my God! You know what is this? there's a chef called Michel Richard in Switzerland. He's famous for his mashed potatoes. His mashed potato recipe is fifty fifty. If you think that's a lot of butter. Where can folks find your recipes? My recipes are cheffecker.com, C-H-E-F, fecker, F-E-K-E-R.com. And then you just click on recipes and the um, recipe button drops down and you choose what you want.
0: Um, somebody asked, where do you find that crazy seasoning you love to talk about?
1: Tajin is uh, available in all of the um, Latin, Latin sections of all supermarkets now. It's international.
0: All right, um, a turkey soup question. So this is something with the leftovers. Love it. Um, you boil up the turkey legs in a chicken-based stock, adding the vegetables. My question is from the four one four:
1: white rice. Egg noodles, wild rice, what do you... Well, wild rice, you need to cook it longer, but the whole thing that I want you to remember, you do not boil the turkey legs. The turkey legs is already cooked. You shred it, you chop it, and you wait. You add all your vegetables, everything else to the broth. Last two, three minutes, you add your turkey legs. Otherwise, your turkey legs are going to dry out.
0: All right, what's your favorite side dish on Thanksgiving?
1: Um, I think uh, stuffing. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, stuffing. I love stuffing. So
0: after Thanksgiving, cuz we always have extra turkey, right. I take a sandwich with good bread. Ooh.
1: I know what you. I already know what you're going to say. Warm up the turkey, put a little
0: <laughs> stuffing on there. Oh,
1: yes. Sir. Sometimes a little mayo or butter. Yeah. Perfect sandwich. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Basically, you have moist bread and then I would crisp up the toast when I'm making the sandwich on the outside. So you have crisp, you have moist, and then you have protein. Uh, maybe I'll
0: just come to your house. That's right.
1: <laughs> Let's have it together. All
0: right. You, you wanted to tell me something before we get out of here. Oh,
1: yeah. Actually, Quickly. I wanted everybody to come to Italy with me. And the 28th of September, two, uh, 2024, we're going to Italy. I'm going to take you to different places of Tuscany and Umbria. Umbria is an area that not too many people go to, but God, you're going to love. I wish uh, Steve was with me.
0: All right, and we'll see. Um, Next week, we're going to record our holiday special with you. So start thinking about those Christmas ideas and questions. You got it. Holidays, whether it's Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's, whatever. Holiday
1: entertaining. All right. That's what we want to do.
0: All right. My producer's giving me a look. We got a break.
1: All right. Always fun. Love you.